ready to give your fur baby the absolute best life possible and live your very best life too? Break free from the chains of the physical, mental, and emotional challenges that can limit you and your pets to feeling stuck and struggling and instead finally experience what you were both meant to, a life unleashed. was a time that life threw you a freaking pop quiz. Something came up that you were just absolutely unprepared for, and you couldn't move forward until that something was addressed. Maybe it was house repairs. I'm living that one. I've dealt with a leaky bathroom for years, and we finally got it fixed. And a week later, the leak is back. This is me banging my head on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> that one really threw me for a loop. I was so upset. Still a little upset, but we're handling it. We're going to get into handling things in this episode. So maybe something came up like a house repair. Maybe what came up was an unexpected illness or injury, maybe involving yourself or maybe involving a loved one. Maybe what came up wasn't a house repair, but a car whose transmission blew 15 minutes from home. That was some of our good friends at about, oh, 2 a.m. this morning <laughs> calling us going, oh, can you help? Or maybe the pop quiz that came up was you know, someone or something out of the blue put a massive demand on your mental and emotional energy. And if you been in the world, not just my world, but the world for a while, you know, when something puts a massive demand on your mental and emotional energy, it's going to put a massive demand on your physical energy. You, you and your body are going to be feeling it as much as you and your mind. And when these pop quizzes come up, you're very powerful subconscious mind will not let you move forward into progress and the life you really desire if it perceives that you are under threat. What do I mean by threat? Your subconscious mind's entire purpose, its whole jam is to keep you surviving, not thriving. Its whole job is to get you taking your next breath. That's it. It could not care less about your quality of life. It just cares about, is this a threat to me surviving? And it operates on caveman philosophy. It is operating at baseline. So when you are under stress, your powerful subconscious mind goes... Is this something that could threaten my existence? Now, in caveman times, that meant actually losing life, or it could be tangented, extrapolated. Words are hard. It could be drawn out even further to, is this going to get me ostracized from the tribe? Because that meant death back then. Humans don't do well on their own in nature. <laughs> We need a group. <laughs> we are small and squishy and taste good with ketchup. But 
is what is going on? Is it a threat to our survival or our way of life that continues our survival? Now, start looking at things that way. There's a lot that threatens our place and our status and our sense of belonging to our tribe, quotes, air quotes here, in modern society, in our modern day. And your subconscious mind is still operating on that level. So if your home is under threat, if your ability to get from point A to point B or to get to your job that is your livelihood so that you can pay for food on the table is under threat, if your status in society is under threat, if your physical health or someone in your tribe's physical health or mental health is under threat. These are all very real things in our mind. These are all very serious things to our subconscious mind that could be threatening our survival. Now, obviously, our logical conscious mind can justify things and tell us you know, this isn't actually a life or death, a real life or death situation. Our subconscious mind does not comprehend that and it never will. That's not how it works. And when your very powerful subconscious thinks you are under threat, it will tell your body to do all of the things that it needs to do to get away from a very real threat. And by that, I mean, it will do everything that it needs to do to get your body ready to run away from an actual bear. Because that's the level it's operating on. You're going to have your adrenaline spike. Your blood pressure will spike. Your vision. You're, you're going to have tunnel vision, but also taking in too many things at once. And not the right things. It's so fascinating how that works. And all of this is going to keep going on no matter how long-term or short-term that stressful situation you find yourself in lasts. And when we're, our body is constantly going under threat mode for long-term, there's some really serious long-term effects that happen. And I'm not just talking fight or flight. Fight or flight is the common thing that we think about with stress and adrenaline spiking. There's actually two more. You got fight. I'm going to swing punches until I can fight off whatever it is that is threatening me. I can run away from it. But the other two are freeze and appease. And we see these come up quite a bit more often, especially in prolonged stressful situations in the modern world where a lot of folks will freeze and not do anything and kind of just play dead. Animals do this too. Animals will freeze. If they don't think they can fight off what's threatening them and they don't think they can run fast enough and far enough to get away from it, they'll freeze. They'll play dead. And then there's a peace. Oh, humans do this a lot. Especially if what is giving us the perception of being under threat is another person something that we think we can reason with, something we think we can smooth things over to make it better. How did you learn to cope with things that you perceived as threats to your way of life, not just your actual life? Anything you could have perceived as a threat to you 
how did you cope? How did you learn to cope between the ages of eight and 13? Because that is the level that our subconscious minds that rule the vast majority of our habits and patterns. Some studies say 80%, some studies say up to like 98% of everything we do. It operates at the level of where you were and who you were between the ages of eight and 13. Let's average it out and call it a 10 year old. Most of us, okay, pretty much all of us are subconsciously running as a 10 year old. That explains some things, <laughs> especially about some other people in our lives, right? But how did you learn to cope with threats at that young age? Because you're going to see that come up in whatever age, whatever stage of life you are in right now. It'll rear its head again. I find myself needing to relearn a lot of the ways that I used to cope with threats back when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I would cope with stress not by fighting because I was little and puny. There was no way I could fight off my bullies. I would flee if I could. I would try to hide. I would try to just make myself as scarce as possible. But that would also be a bit of freeze, where if I couldn't get out of the situation, I could not physically remove myself from the room of what was threatening me. Yes, it was usually a person. I was the kid that was picked on a lot. If I couldn't physically remove myself from that, situation, I would just make myself as small as possible. I would freeze. I would try to escape notice. And when that notice inevitably came anyway, inevitably, inevitably isn't a word, inevitably, when they finally found me anyway, when I finally caught their ire anyway, I would do my best to appease, to smooth things over. Oh, well, they're just having a bad day. So if I can make their day better, they won't take it out on me. Yep, that still comes up now and then. I still got to catch myself from doing things like I used to, but doing them in an unhealthy way for a grown-up. Now, how can you use your natural, unavoidable response to stress? to these pop quizzes that life throws our way. How can you use that? Use that stress for extra energy for success and actually getting you to the life that you really want to be living. You have to minimize the threat that your subconscious mind is perceiving because it won't let you move forward with thriving with a high quality life, with the life you desire, it will not let you move forward as long as it perceives that you are under a threat because it does not care about thriving. It does not care about quality of life. It cares about survival. So you have to minimize the threat first before you can ever move forward. Typically, you can't change the situation itself. The pop quiz is there. You can't change the questions. Because usually what came up is something outside of your control. That's a big part of why it's so frustrating and stressful, because you can't control it. It's outside of your control. Especially if you're a control freak like me, that really stresses you out. What you can take control of is yourself. You can control things in an uncontrollable situation. You cannot control the situation, but you can control you. 
and move from reacting from a survival standpoint, from a gut instinct, and move from reacting into responding in an intentional way that tells your mind that this is not a threat, or at least not an out-of-control threat. It's something that we, we can do things to make this less of a threat. Now, you can tell yourself and tell your mind, hey, this isn't a threat. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for us to grow, for us to learn, for us to relearn, for us to do better than we've done before. And that could help. But that might not help at the very start. You might need to do some work first before your subconscious mind will believe you. It's a 10-year-old. You gotta prove it. You gotta prove you're serious. Because when the 10-year-old thinks that it is under threat, it's gonna take some convincing to tell it otherwise. And to get it to believe you, you have to prove it. And you prove it by taking actions that minimize the threat. So what does that look like? That looks like using the energy from that adrenaline spike that comes from the stressful situation to begin with and using it in a healthy way to decrease that threat. And that might look completely different in different situations and to different people. So what are some ways that you could decrease a threat? Maybe you need to do some research. Yeah, In my bathroom leak situation, I started to get a handle on it by investigating, okay, where is this thing coming from? Was it what was already worked on before? Is this something new? What are the, the situations that make the leak happen? Because it's not happening all the time. I need to do some research to get a good handle on it. Maybe a way that you can decrease a threat, maybe you need to talk about it to somebody. Maybe you just need a sounding board. Sometimes it can be healthy and functional to throw a pity party and get that ticket validated. Totally. But I just caution you, don't get stuck in the pity party. The party has to stop at some point. One of my mentors actually sets a timer where if she's in a situation where she knows she needs to just feel her feelings and experience the suckitude for a bit, because you can't tamp it down forever, what you suppress and repress will eventually be expressed when you do not find it convenient to. It will explode somewhere. So she knows she needs to throw the pretty party, but she doesn't want to get stuck there. So she sets a timer. She's like, all right, for the next 10 minutes, I am going to throw the biggest fit possible. <laughs> or if it's something even more major, she might set a timer for 30 minutes. Where I'm going to throw a pity party for the next 30 minutes. And when the timer is off, I'm going to get up and go do something much more productive. I'm going to go do something much more enjoyable than wallowing in whatever it is that I'm feeling right now. But I got to feel it. So maybe you need to have a pity party. Maybe you need to talk it out with somebody. Maybe you need to do a vibe check. Okay, what is this situation? What does it mean? What does it mean about me? And what do I need to do to amplify the things that I want more of and to avoid the things I want less of? What do I need to do and who do I need to be while I'm doing it? Sometimes a situation comes up and you are taking it way too seriously and you need to let your inner child come out a little bit. Most of the time, what is going on, you are handling it like a child and the more mature, 
side of you needs to come out instead. And you need to call upon that, that higher self of you to step in and take over this particular situation. Who do you need to be? Do you need to be the professional right now? Do you need to be the mom right now? Do you need to be some other kind of caretaker? Do you need to be the bouncer? What, what aspect of your personality do you need to be in to handle this situation right now? In this moment, what avatar do you need to, to step into? Do you need to be the wise one? Do you need to be Yoda right now? Do you need to be the fairy godmother? Who do you need to be in whatever it is that you need to be doing right now? And maybe you just need to burn off some of that freaking energy from all that adrenaline, from all that stress. It's just energy. You can use it however you need to. You don't need to use it to fight. You don't need to use it to run away. You don't need to use it to appease someone or something. You can use it for whatever you want. Maybe you want to use it to get up and move, to walk, to to dance in your living room or in your office or in your car. You know, put on some good tunes and do a little jam in your chair even. Maybe you need to use that energy to move the massive floor drobe that has been in the floor and bothering you for the past two years and actually put it away, even though it's not your clothes. Okay, that one was me recently, too. I finally put away the floor job. I was very happy. I felt great afterwards. I needed to use that energy for something other than continuing to fuel my freak out. I don't even know what was freaking me out at the time anymore. I handled it. But you can use that energy. Maybe you need to use that energy to help you make a plan. Maybe that's how you decrease the threat of the situation. It's making a plan for how you're going to handle it. Even though you know that that plan is probably not going to go perfectly according to plan, but just the act of having a plan can prove to your subconscious mind, hey, I, I, got, a, I got an idea of how we can get through this. And once you have an idea of how you can, it's a whole lot easier to come up with other ways of how you can. So that when your plan gets a little derailed or a lot derailed, You've already proven to yourself that you're capable of making another plan. Cool. We got a handle on this. We have a GPS now. And I know that if I plug in where I want to go and I tell it where I'm starting from too, it can get me from where I am to where I want to go faster and easier than trying to figure it out without any tools at all. And if a detour comes up, I can use that GPS, aka my planning ability to help me get around that detour and get back on track to where it is I really want to be going. So there are so many ways that you can prove to your subconscious mind that you do have some control in this situation. You may not have control of the situation of what is happening around you or to you, but you have control of you and you have control of how you want to respond. Once you prove to your subconscious mind that you've got some control, even in an uncontrollable situation, you can prove to it that this threat that it is perceiving, it's not that much of a threat, honestly. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to show yourself that you've got this. And even if you don't got this, you got a plan to get this. 
If you need assistance with motion, so you can use that energy to have your dance party, or you need assistance with decreasing adrenaline, massage therapy or chiropractic care can be great to help you with those. If you need assistance with the emotional side of things and helping get your head right so that you can, and getting your heart right so that you can process things from a higher level instead of processing, processing things from panic, processing things from my progress perspective. If you need assistance with that, therapy or Reiki or both can be fantastic. If you're curious, if I'm the right fit to be assisting you with Reiki or with chiropractic, let's chat. Shoot me a text message. 636-751-3150. When life throws you a pop quiz, something you just were absolutely unprepared for, your powerful subconscious mind will perceive it as a threat. And it will not let you move forward into a life of progress and passion, the life you really desire if it feels it is under threat. So, how did you learn to cope with threats when you were between the ages of 8 and 13? And how can you minimize that threat and prove it to your mind through actions that you've got a handle on things, that this is not the threat that it wants to think that it is. Use that stress for extra energy and have some success with this. Bye now.